So today I'll continue um, our series and we're looking at places of Christmas and today I want to speak to you about Jesus in my heart and I'd like to tell you a story and I know you're going to say, oh, no, not another story. Um, but this story is a bit different. I don't know if you've ever heard of the story about George. Now, George was the kid, uh, he, was a first, uh, he was a first grader, and I, uh, I, can, I can relate to George because um, not just was I in first grade, but I was also very slow. <laughs> I was, uh, they used to call me Grandpa because I always used to get, <laughs> get into the class late, and I always used to, when, whenever there was athletics, uh, I would always come last. But George was one of those kids who, who loved uh, to be around other kids. He loved children. He loved uh, the interaction with kids. Um, he was the most kind child ever. He used to share his lunch with everybody. He used to give them his sweets and he gave them the cupcakes. And he was friends with boys and with girls. He had no problems whatsoever. And people really liked uh, George, they love to be in contact and play with George. And uh, however, there was one thing that George didn't do very well. And George, uh, he didn't like academics. <laughs> he was grade one and already he struggled. He struggled to read. Uh, and he struggled to remember anything uh, that was taught to him. And they actually had to keep him a year back. And that's probably the hardest thing for a child. So George was not just big, tall. He was also a bit, he put on a bit of, you know, he was well-rounded. Uh, and uh, he, uh, he, but he was a year older in this class. And um, it made him feel a bit out of place, you know. Ever felt like that when you're out of place a bit? Um, and uh, it was Christmas time. It was the time of, where, of the year where churches got together and where they invited all the kids to come and do the Christmas play. And George had always wanted a speaking role. He always wanted to have a role in the play where you could actually say a couple of words. But because of his disability, uh, he was never given that opportunity. He was either going to be a sheep or he was going to be a shepherd uh, with a staff and with sheep ears. And he would just stand there. He would never get the opportunity uh, to, to, say, to say anything. And this particular year, the teacher came to him and said, George, this year in the Christmas play, would you like to play the part of the innkeeper? Me, he said, the innkeeper. Yes, George, replied the teacher. You have only two lines that you need to remember. All you have to remember is when, G when Joseph comes to the door of the inn and asks if there's room, all you have to say is, there's no room in the inn. You'll have to sleep in the barn. George, can you remember that, she said. 
And George repeated uh, to the teacher what she had just said. And he said, there's no room for you in the inn. And unfortunately, you have to sleep in the barn. George went back to his seat. And he sat down and he repeated these words. He said, there is no room for you in the inn. You have to sleep in the barn. And he said it a bit faster. He said, there is no room for you in the inn. You have to sleep in the barn. And then George said his lines as fast as he could. And he said, there is no room for you in the inn. You have to sleep in the barn. Oh, yes, he could remember those words. So... After school, George jumped on his bike and he rode all the way home. And when he got in, he said, there's no room for you in the inn. You have to sleep in the barn. And his mother looked at him and smiled and knew exactly that he'd got the part of the innkeeper. Anyway, a week passed and um, every day, young George would remember these words. Every day, he'd go home and he'd say, there's no room for you in. Only in the barn. You have to sleep in the barn. Every single day. And when it came time for, for the play, he arrived and they were setting up the stage. And you know what church is like when it's a, school, when it's a play like that. Everybody comes. Granny comes. Grandpa, uncle, auntie, uh, cousins, um, mom and dad, all the friends. Everybody come and they sit and they watch. And poor George, he came and he looked around the corner and all these people were looking at the stage. And he got a bit nervous. He had this tender feeling in his, in his heart. And as the story started to unfold... He started to live himself into the story and he was mesmerized um, by, by what was happening. And he saw Joseph and he saw Mary, pregnant Mary. And he saw how tired they were. He saw how tired Joseph was and how tired Mary was. And George's heart started to feel so bad. For Mary and Joseph. And as they came down to the dusty road. To this inn. How could he tell the pregnant Mary. And husband Joseph. That there was no room in the inn. How could he say something so unkind. So uncaring. Mary and Joseph came closer and closer to his inn. And as they came closer and closer, George thought, Oh no, <laughs> what is my part? I can't remember the words. And Joseph finally arrived at the front door of the inn and he knocked and said, Innkeeper, do you have room for us in your inn? My wife Mary is going to have a baby real soon, like tonight. Do you have room for us in the inn? And George was overwhelmed 
by this moment and by his feelings as he said, there, there is no room for you in the inn. You have to sleep in the barn. And then he said, but, but, you can have my room tonight if you want. <clears throat> and everybody laughed and laughed. And George felt so embarrassed. He felt that everyone was laughing at him. He felt so badly that his teacher would be disappointed in him that he messed up his lines. George knew in his heart that everyone was laughing at him. During the rest of Christmas play, George's eyes kept down, looking down at the floor. His head hung low. After the play was all over, and the congregation had finished singing Silent Night, his Sunday school teacher rushed up to him and said, George, you were fantastic. You were the best actor of the whole play. Why? He said. Because you understood the meaning of Christmas more than anybody else. You were fabulous, George. George said, really? His teacher said, really? And suddenly all the kids came and surrounded George. They hugged him and said, you were fantastic tonight, George. You were awesome. After hearing all this, he just smiled and a joy came over him. It came time that night when George needed to go to bed. George's mother kissed him goodnight and told him how proud she was of him. She closed the door and it was dark in George's room. Except for the light streaming through the curtain, through the, through the curtain windows. It was time for George to say his night prayers. And George prayed a simple prayer. And this is what he prayed. Jesus, I want you to stay in my room tonight. And every night for the rest of my life. It's a silly story. It's a wonderful story. It gets you going. It's about a kid. We talk today about Jesus and what Jesus means. And Jesus, when Jesus comes into your heart... There's nothing like it. When Jesus lives here, you have hope in the future. Somebody said this morning that they read Psalm 91 and uh, that they're not worried about the future because they know Jesus. when you know Jesus and when he lives in your heart you don't have to worry about the future you just live for today when Jesus lives in your heart there's not just hope 
but there's joy too. I think of George. And when in my family, anything goes wrong in the family, we call him George. You know, it's George's fault. George did this. It was none of us. And, uh, but I also know that Jesus brings this joy, this unforgettable joy, overwhelming joy in our hearts. And he brings peace to our minds. A peace that cannot be explained. And he gives us the love that is better than any other love. So today, as you leave this place, may this Christmas story of George just remind you of Jesus' love and that he wants to come into your heart. And that's the most amazing story about Christmas. Is that he wants to share this with you. He wants to give you hope. We need hope because we live in this world that is dreadful. Eh? Not in everything. But we need hope in something. We need joy in something. We need peace of something. And we need love more than anything else. So go read the story again. Go read the Christmas story. When any of you are going to have lunch today? No, uh, yeah. Okay. Any of you? Have you? Have you? Do you do, you do like Christmas breakfasts? No, uh, not really. Uh, Christmas lunch and uh, Christmas Eve, Eve supper. And I want to. I want to encourage you. To read seven lines. Take out your Bible and read seven lines today before you start. And it's those seven lines in Luke 2. Because that's why we're here today. For no other reason. Not to impress anybody else. To be here because Christ was born today. And so may you go in peace, and may the peace of the Lord be with you this Christmas day. Amen. Amen.